the other night, I went to tuck my oldest uh, son in for bed. I was putting all of my kids to bed. And my oldest son, Aiden, he asked me if I wanted to hear him read. And uh, we got him a real grown-up Bible probably about six months ago when he turned seven. And he's really started reading well recently. And we've been just thrilled to find that he gets a lot of pleasure out of actually reading his grown-up Bible. And he'd started in Luke chapter 1, and at this point he had made it all the way to Luke chapter 6. And so I told him, man, I would love to hear you read from the Bible for a couple of minutes. And so he read to me the following from Luke chapter 6 while he was sitting in his bed. Jesus says, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. It's important to me that my kids not only read what the Bible says, but that they understand what it says. And so after he finished reading, I asked him, hey, Aiden, what do you think that that actually means? And he said, we should treat people how we would want to be treated, right? Pretty obvious. And I said, yes, but how would you feel, Aiden, if someone took something that belonged to you? Jesus said that we should let them have even what's ours if they take it unjustly. And he said to me, well, I'd be sad. I would be mad. And I said to him, yeah, I think, think that makes sense. That's a natural response. This is a hard thing that Jesus says. But why do you think, Aiden, that Jesus says that we can let people take things from us, the stuff that's important to us, and we don't need to be mad or sad about it? And I could see by his face, this was a hard question for a seven-year-old. I could hear kind of the gears of his mind turning trying to process this question and come to uh, an understanding. And just when I thought that he probably wasn't going to get an answer, I was probably going to have to jump in and help him, he said the most profound thing that I've heard a seven-year-old say. He got this huge smile across his whole face, ear to ear, and he said to me, we don't have to be sad or mad when people take our things because we already have everything that we need in Jesus right here. And man, he nailed it. I was blown away, right? We have everything that we need in Jesus. And when the angels came to the shepherds, they praised God and they sang these words, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And I found myself just amazed to hear my seven-year-old son be able to describe this peace that the angels were singing to the shepherds peace in this life because everything that we truly need has already been freely given to us by God in his son Jesus. And that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And so let me ask you if everything that was important to you, all that you had, all that was precious to you in this life was taken away, would you still know the peace that my son Aiden professed in that moment? after reading Luke chapter 6. Having everything that you need in Jesus who lives inside of those of us who believe, would you know that peace if you lost all else? There's this common theme that runs throughout history, if you study it closely, that there are great leaders who occasionally arise 
and their leadership leads to times of peace and stability in our world. Leaders who rule with justice, they uphold the law rightly, they give confidence and assurance to those people who follow them, they establish these seasons of history where people flourish and people live without fear of the consequences of the difficulties of life. And it was the birth of Jesus Christ that was the inauguration of the greatest season of stability and peace that the world has ever known. You know, I know today even the world is still in turmoil, isn't it, right? Cancer and AIDS still claim numerous lives. More and more nations seek the power of nuclear warfare. The global economy is always uncertain, shifting, and changing. Nobody can see what next year brings or even what tomorrow brings. It's unknown. And yet, throughout the pages of history, from the birth of Jesus until today, the song that the angels sang still rings true. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. So again, I have to ask you, do you know this peace, the peace that surpasses understanding? The peace that comes from believing the good and gracious and powerful King Jesus lives even today and rules on his throne over this world and over eternity? Do you know that peace? But you need to understand, too, like our Advent reading suggested, there's actually a condition to this peace. There's a criteria that needs to be met. The angels did not say peace on earth to every man, woman, and child. Have you ever noticed this? What they said to the shepherds was, peace on earth among those with whom God is pleased. And so, is God so pleased with you that his peace rests on you? Do you know this for sure? How do you know whether he is pleased or not? Well, I think actually the answer is very simple. Jesus in the crib on Christmas, it points to this very profound truth. The king has come. The king is here. The king is seated on his throne. And yes, this child will grow up and he will die, but he will rise from the dead to defeat even death, even sin. And he will be well pleased. And he will offer his peace and protection to all of those who choose what? Who choose to live inside of his kingdom. Who come to him. Who submit to him. Who give their lives to him. And many will live as enemies of God, enemies of the cross of Christ, enemies of this one true king that we celebrate on Christmas. But to those of us who acknowledge that Jesus is Lord, then with us, with us, God is well pleased. And it is for us that Christ has come to bring peace, not merely just peace on earth, but peace between heaven and earth, peace with God, the most important peace. And so I have to let you know this evening, Christmas is about so much more than presents. I hope you understand. It's about more than light and good feelings. It's about more than family and friends. It's about more than happy holidays and time off of work. Christmas is the celebration that Jesus is Lord. And because Jesus is Lord, there is peace on earth with those whom God is pleased with those who have chosen to place themselves under the authority, under the protection, under the lordship of Jesus. And he's a good Lord. He's a good God. 
He's powerful and gracious. He's loving and patient. In the face of Jesus, all of our fears are banished. All of the consequences of our sins, they're paid for. All of the uncertainty of the future, it's conquered in the resurrection of Christ. And see, in a few days or in a few weeks, potentially, the optimism of this season will pass. The new year will come and go, and you'll find that all the resolutions that you intended to uphold have gone to the wayside. The joy of Christmas has slid into the past, and life goes back to what it was before. It's crazy, it's restless, it's uncertain, it's chaotic. And so I merely want to ask you in this moment of peace together that we have tonight, do you know, do you know the peace that the angels sang? Do you know the peace that my seven-year-old son has come to understand? Do you know the peace that comes with God being well-pleased with you through his son Jesus? Do you truly know and understand that everything that you need and everything that you have has been given to you through Christ Jesus? It comes in him who is Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus said, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Man, that's hard. He goes on to one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from the one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And when the angels sang their song to the shepherds, little did those shepherds know how truly profound their mess the message was that they were hearing. That in fact, they would shortly lay their eyes upon God, laid in a manger, God who had come to love his enemies, to bless those who had cursed him and turned from him, to offer his life freely up for those who would viciously try and take it from him. And see, God didn't just show us a little bit of kindness in his son Jesus. He gave himself so that we could be confident to know that all that we need for everlasting peace is found in Jesus. It's right here. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you so much for this story, for what a precious, true tale it is, that you, God, loved us so much, even while we were enemies, that you would come, that you would give your own son, that you would allow him to die unrighteously, unjustly, so that we might be made right. And Father, we thank you for this precious gift, and it's for this gift that we worship you now. Fill us with the peace that the angels sang, we pray. Amen.